You're listening to episode 9 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name is Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there. Thanks for joining me again for episode number nine of the Alexa in Canada podcast. We're now uh, halfway through January and uh, the enthusiasm and the excitement for Alexa just continues to grow and grow. We're seeing uh, tremendous growth in our community and I love seeing that. I love seeing people helping each other out in the Facebook community. Uh, it's just fantastic. So uh, along those lines, today I wanted to first talk a little bit about some of the predictions that uh, some of the uh, tech uh, personalities and authority figures are predicting as far as voice technology goes in in the upcoming year. Uh, and it's actually quite, quite fascinating, the type of uh, predictions and the the impact that voice technology is going to be having on all of our lives. After that, I want to talk a little bit about a way that you can actually get Alexa on your smartphone without having an Echo device. So it's a little bit of a hack. It's a little bit of a way for those of you that want to try and just sort of dip your toe in the water here to see what Alexa can do uh, without actually investing in the Echo device. There are some uh, limitations to this, but we'll get into that in just a moment. Uh, so let's let's get back to that first topic. Let's talk a little bit about the future of voice technology. And I've I've talked a little bit about this in the past, but what what makes voice technology so special? Why is there so much interest in it? Why are people flocking to things like Alexa, but not only Alexa, things like Siri and Cortana and uh, and the various other manufacturers that are each coming out with their their digital voice assistants and. What is voice when it comes to technology? If you think about it, voice is the is a way. It's one way that we can interact with our uh, our pieces of technology around us: computers, um, and thermostats, and speakers, and and so on. This is all relatively new, being able to interact by voice, because voice is a very uh, complicated. Uh, input type of signal for a computer to understand. If you think about this, if you go back, you know, a number of decades uh, to when first to when computers first made their appearance, we how did we interact with computers? We interacted through keyboards and through a mouse, which relatively speaking is a, is a simple thing for a computer to interpret, right? You push a button, there's not a lot of interpretation required there. The computer knows what button you pushed. If it's a letter A, then it knows it's the letter A. You push a button on the mouse, it knows that you've inputted that signal. So that was the way it was for decades. That was our way of inputting uh, information. Then over the last decade, we've shifted from using uh, a keyboard and a mouse to swiping, right? Swiping sm- swiping uh, smartphones. So things are now uh, set up in such a way that we can use our fingers to interact with the computer or the phone or whatever it is in a much more user-friendly way, right? You can point to the things that you want. You can zoom in by pinching and, and you know expanding or, or contracting your, your fingers. Uh, you can swipe and use multiple uh, finger gestures and so on, which makes things 
a little bit easier and actually saves us time than rather than having to you know, use a keyboard and arrows or a mouse to zoom in and out. You can literally use your fingers and just swipe. And we all know that, right? That seems to be the norm now. So here's the question. What's the next step in computer input? How can we interact with a computer or a device that's even more natural and takes even less time than the way we do it with our phones currently? And of course, the answer is voice. If you think about how does a person generally communicate with another person, it's through voice. Now, of course, there are exceptions, but generally it's through voice. That is the most natural way for a human being to interact with another human being. And so when computers can get to that stage, when they can interact with us through voice, we are getting as close as we can to the natural interaction between people. Now, this is very, very complicated technology. But now we are getting to the place where it is actually becoming a reality. And that is why the idea of voice, of digital assistants that can be controlled by voice are so, um, are so interesting and are so fascinating to me and to other people that are involved in this space. If you have had the chance to try this already, if you have an Alexa device, you know what I'm talking about. It's much quicker to say to Alexa, hey, Alexa, uh, what movies are playing? And Alexa gives you your movies, it gives you the, the times, gives you the locations, then it would be, for example, to pull out your phone and type in the or or you know, use your fingers to swipe and find the find the locations of the movies and the times and so on. It's just so much more efficient and that saves us time. And ultimately, I believe that time is what people are going after, right? Time is a priority. We only have so much time. And so that is why voice is so powerful. Now Let's get to some predictions. So some of the predictions that I've been reading online, um, and I credit this to Brian Jackson of IT World Canada. I was reading an article of his, and he states, he predicts that the adoption rates of voice technology over the next year, so during 2018, is going to be higher than the adoption rates of the smartphone itself. Can you imagine? And if you think about that, we had keyboards and mice that we used to control things for, for multiple decades. Then we had the um, the touch devices for about a decade, and so the the rate at which these input devices or the input modalities are changing, that rate is actually becoming quicker and quicker as well. And so it's not surprising that now we're getting to the stage where the voice technology is going to take off, and it's going to get better and better and better. The, the IDC, which is a uh, Canadian organization that looks at consumer trends and does a lot of research behind this, they're predicting that by the end of 2018, 1 million Canadian households are going to have voice-activated devices in them, such as Alexa and the other ones. So this is just the beginning, as I've said. If you're here and you're listening to this podcast, you are on the cutting edge of the latest technology, and this is extremely, extremely exciting. So... Uh, and, and again, that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited about this. I believe this is going to be the future of the way we interact with computers and all of the predictions and all of the statistics are are looking like that is the way it is going to be. So stay tuned. We are going to be covering this uh, in detail as things evolve and as the technology gets better. I'll be uh, giving you some updates in terms of exciting things to, to look out for or things to try as the technology itself gets better. For now, obviously... Alexa is where it's at, as far as I'm concerned, and uh, so it's very exciting. So, having said that, 
I want to tell you a way that you can try Alexa on your smartphone without actually having purchased an Echo device or any device for that matter that has Alexa. And this is a little bit of a hack because this isn't truly available in Canada, but there's an easy way that you can get around this for, for the Canadians here to, to try out Alexa. And the way you do this is you go to your app store, you go to your Google Play store, and you look for the Amazon app. Now, I'm not talking, to be very clear, I'm not talking about the Amazon Alexa app. I'm talking about the actual Amazon app where you would go and do all your shopping. So what you do is you download that app, okay? Then you have to log into your account. Once you've logged into your account and you're on the app, if you are on the Canadian side of things, you're going to be logging into the Amazon.ca experience when you log into the Amazon app. Now, here's where it has to change because the Amazon.ca shopping app that Amazon puts out does not have Alexa built in. The Amazon.com shopping experience app does have Alexa built in. So this is where you have to kind of trick your trick your device to try this out. So what you would do is you would go and open up your Amazon app. Okay. The next thing that you would do is you would click on the little menu icon in the up in the upper left corner. Okay. And then you will see at the bottom, close to the bottom, you'll see the settings uh, option. So you would click on settings. Okay. Then you will see one of your options is country and language. And you'll see that there's a little Canadian flag, or there should be a Canadian flag next to these options at the moment. You would click on the country and language, okay? And that will bring you up to, uh, to another screen where you get to choose what country uh, you want to be shopping from. And this is where you would change it. So you would, in that first option, you would change your country to United States. When you do that, you can keep the language exactly the same at English, uh, and then, but then you click done. And what you'll notice now is if you look at the top right corner or close to the top right corner of your uh, home screen of this uh, Amazon app, you're going to see a little microphone in the corner. And when I click on that microphone, you're going to see that it, uh, a little dialog box pops up that says, say hi to Alexa. With Alexa, you can do various things. Now, the suggestions they give you there are obviously things that are related to shopping. But when you try this out, they don't have to necessarily be related to shopping. So let's try this. I'm going to click on the Try Alexa button that comes up. And now you can see it gives you some ideas, but you can also just tap to speak. So let's give this a try. I'm going to tap to speak and see what happens. Alexa, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I listen when you press the mic button. So you can hear that she says that she listens when you press the mic button. After you've done that the first time, that little um, dialog box that tells you how to use Alexa on your phone uh, no longer appears. So what you would do is you would just simply uh, click on the microphone button and ask Alexa your command. So let's try one more here. Alexa, tell me a joke. What's a pirate's favorite letter? You might think it's R. But his first love be the sea. And finally, let's try one more here. Alexa, what's your favorite sport? Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. So what's interesting here, if you have asked Alexa what her favorite sport is, according to the Canadian version, is she, she says hockey. 
But because we're using this now in the Amazon.com version of this shopping app, we're actually getting a little sneak peek here into the way Alexa has been programmed to interact with Americans. And so in America, apparently she says she likes basketball, whereas in Canada, she says she likes hockey. So interesting. Uh, I guess she's she has different opinions depending on where she's located. So that's actually how you would uh, try out Alexa on, on the phone. Now, if you want to go back and do your shopping in Canada, very easy. You just do the opposite. You click on the menu button. You click on the settings. You click on country and language. And then you go back and you select Canada. And you are done. And there you go. You're back to the Canadian version of the shopping app. Unfortunately, the Alexa microphone disappears as well. So that's something that uh, that Amazon needs to bring to Canada. But uh, there you go. That's a, just a little hack that tells you or that gives you a way that you can try Alexa. So if you've got some friends that have never tried Alexa, they don't have an Echo device, and they just want to see what Alexa can do, that's this easy way to uh, to set it up for them. And they can try it out, play around with Alexa. Here's the big limitation. It's not tied to your Canadian account, right? So it's not going to be able to control devices in your home that are tied to a Canadian account. It's not going to be able to play your Spotify music if your Spotify is tied to your Canadian Amazon account. So anything that's not uh, anything that's not set up to be with the Amazon.com with the with the American version of Alexa will not be available to you when you use Alexa in the way that I just described. Hope that was clear. So basically, whatever's tied to Canada, you will not have access to through the Amazon app, but if you do have uh, Alexa tied to a US account, it will still be available because now you're just tapping into your account that is already set up through Amazon.com. Okay, so there you go. I thought that's a kind of a neat, neat thing that I discovered. And finally, today I thought I would end off with a very interesting skill that I came across. And you know, we've talked a little bit about voice technology today and the power of it. Um, we haven't really spoken a lot about AI, the artificial intelligence, or the way that Alexa is actually learning uh, how to interact with people when they are speaking different phrases, because in fact, Alexa does learn that. Um, but this is something that is very clearly geared towards teaching Alexa how to interact with people, and this ref- and this is all about different languages. So there is a skill called Clio, C-L-E-O. And it's very easy to enable it. Like any other skill, you would just say, Alexa, enable Clio. But the idea behind this skill is it's actually created by Amazon. And Amazon is using this skill in a way to crowdsource a way of teaching Alexa different languages. Because what happens is when you enable Clio, it gives you a little bit of an introductory introductory dialogue to explain to you what's happening. You tell Alexa what language you can speak. And then Alexa asks you to say certain common phrases to her in that language. Now, I can speak a couple of languages other than English very poorly, but not well enough to really have an impact on this app. I did try it, and I think the concept is very interesting, but I couldn't really speak to Alexa in a different language because I don't speak that language well enough to tell her the phrases that she was asking for uh, in their entirety. So... For example, uh, she will say, uh, you know, pretend you're going to a store with a friend. How would you ask me if you're looking for a specific product? Those sorts of questions. And then you basically say that 
phrase back in that language. And you're helping to train Alexa to speak different languages. This is very interesting because if Amazon gets thousands or tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people using this app, it literally is a crowdsourcing way to teach Alexa the phrase. And when they have these various inputs from different people around the world speaking the same similar language, Alexa, the technology is looking for similarities in those phrases and then it assimilates those and is actually learning then how to interpret and speak back those phrases in those languages. So very, very fascinating idea. Um, I'd love for you to try it and let me know. I will put a link to that skill on our skills page just simply due to the fact that I think it's a it's a quite a unique idea. Um, and you can find that at alexaincanada.ca slash skills along with other skills that I am reviewing. Um, and there you will also see a button to all of the Canadian skills that are currently available on the amazon.ca uh, skills store. So there you have it. Um, I hope you have uh, found this episode interesting. Um, like I say, the technology blows me away. And so when I get a chance to talk about it, um, I think you can hear the passion that comes through. Finally, uh, we'll just end off today with, uh, you know, if you haven't had a chance to leave a review on iTunes, I would be most appreciative of that. Uh, it does help the podcast to be found by other people. And that way we can help grow the community and we can help support each other even uh, more effectively. And finally, uh, as you may know, um, I am an affiliate for Amazon. And if you do decide to do any shopping on Amazon, uh, I do earn a small commission. If you were to use one of my affiliate links, there is absolutely no extra cost to you. And of course, it's your decision. Um, if you need to buy something on Amazon, whether or not you choose to use the affiliate links, if you choose to do so, uh, you can go to alexaincanada.ca slash Amazon, and that will just basically redirect you directly to the amazon.ca site. Or if you were to click on any other um, product links on my site that take you to Amazon, um, that's another way that you can um, support the alexaincanada.ca community and podcast. So the show notes for this episode are going to be at alexaincanada.ca slash nine. Um, And there I will have uh, specific instructions on how to try out that uh, the Alexa technology on your phone just what I described here, but if you'd like to follow through step-by-step, step, I will have it there for you. Um, I look forward to having further interviews like last week on the uh, podcast coming up in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned. I'd love to hear your feedback. And till next time, have a wonderful week. She's got, She's got skills. skills.